You about to blow your nose? Go ahead. It's a mic check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Question. What is your comic book or comic book related item that is your holy grail? Like an item that if you could own it would just be of immense value to you and it's not something that's easily obtainable and it's something that you can't resell so I, you can't just say i want action comics number one so i can sell it make a bunch of money and buy all the comics i want yeah it's got to be something that you want to actually own because it's an artifact of importance to yeah. you Good question. Something that I would just value on a personal level. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Uh, you know, a very early golden age issue of something. It could be oh. a, a good condition uh, golden age comic. It could be a page of original art from an artist you like. Yeah. Uh, it could be. I don't know. Christopher Sebastian Paul Claremont's typewriter that he used <laughs> to write the script for the Dark Phoenix saga. Right. 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 <laughs> Just something comic book related. Oh man, that is tough. You go first, cause I, I really have to like ponder this. Uh, somebody asked me that question earlier this week. My my buddy Evan yeah. asked me that. Um, and it was a tough question to answer too. And even now, I'm still not even sure if I have a great answer. Yeah. Cause the the only thing I could really think of was, it'd be cool to own an original page of art from Jack Kirby. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and the and the page specifically I was thinking about I don't remember the issue but it's I think it's Fantastic Four sixty something or other uh-huh. but uh, it's the story where Doctor Doom tricks the Silver Surfer and steals the power cosmic and there's in that comic there's this one page where Doom is just absorbing the power cosmic and the Silver Surfer is lying at his feet looking all messed up he's like oh and, and then <laughs> Doctor Doom's just like reveling in the yeah. feeling of the power coursing through him crackles. yeah and the kirby <laughs> crackles are flowing around everywhere and he's just at the moment of glory you know that's a tough question to answer for i'm not going to speak for you but you know i i presume that we're like-minded in the sense that we're not those kind of fans yeah like everything we yeah. want we can buy yeah like, i i guess if we're talking about like a holy grail like, in terms of something that I'm seeking out right now that I can't seem to find anywhere, like, it could be, like, the last issue of The Demon that's, that's <laughs> uh, by Grant Morris, uh, by Garth Ennis and, um, I don't even remember who the artist is. John McRae. John McRae. So, I guess that could be my, like, if I had to choose one thing on my list of things that I'm currently, like, seeking out. Okay, so, so this is something, it, it, that's not even a comic that is tough to obtain technically right like because yeah. because you could easily just go on ebay yeah, yeah look yeah, for yeah, it yeah. you could go to a comic book store it. probably find it in yeah. a back issue bin but the thing with i know with us uh maybe our, our listeners mm. are confused as to why that would be a holy grail is because yeah. we're looking for comics for, that are cheap <laughs> so we're any, just digging through quarter bins yeah. and like discount bins and we're just trying to find like the, Any, anything it's the co- accomplishment of saying that I bought yeah. this entire series yeah. for a quarter a pop. So when it was initially released, it was two dollars an issue, and like let's say it's like I want to say like fifteen issues or something. So uh-huh. it's thirty dollars on paper, right? Yeah. But I can rest easy knowing that I spent 
you know, less than five dollars yeah. in an entire series. And it, it it pains us to have to pay more than cover price for a comic, right? I mean, I, I've n- I don't even know the last time I saw you pay more than a dollar for a comic. Uh, does it count if I bought a bunch of dollar comics? No. Ugh, okay. I got nothing then. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I bought that Grant Morrison Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, you, you did buy that graphic novel that at full price. cover price to yeah. support a comic book store, but I'm talking about a single issue of a comic. Oh. I don't think I've seen you buy a comic a for a copy issue, for like, a cover price. I haven't bought anything that has been regular, like released on a monthly basis in forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's been years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. So. Because yeah. I, I think for guys like us, yeah, we could if we had the highest graded CGC copy of Action Comics number one of all time. I guess it'd be cool to have it, but there's not much we would do with it, right? Well, and the other thing is... Especially if the rule of this, of this game is that you can't sell it. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is, it's not... It's a comic book that I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what value does it bring me other than, like, I don't know, um, what's it called? Bragging points, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> but who cares? I'm not even sure how much a comic like that would be worth, but... What do you mean, like, uh... An Action Comics number one. I mean, it'd be worth a lot. Yeah, but, but I don't know ex- specifically how much. Like, dollar value? Dollar yeah, I'm amount. talking about yeah. dollar value. Um, and, and, like, if we can't sell it, then it really does no good for us. Yeah. Like, I could, it doesn't even give us that value. Yeah, <laughs> the monetary it, would, value. it would just be something you would put in your room and yeah. look at the cover once in a while and just feel good about owning it, but... You wouldn't really get the satisfaction of yeah. owning something that you could really sink your teeth into. Maybe if I had a couple of like original panels from Watchmen, that'd be kind of cool. Panels or pages? Or pages, sorry. Pages. Okay, I, I just imagined you taking a knife to an art board and <laughs> just cutting, cutting it up. Yeah, sections. cutting out specific yeah. panels and rearranging them, making your own story. That's a little insane. <laughs> it's pretty insane and disrespectful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really think of comics that I, again, it's that whole thing where, like, anything that I really want, I can, for the most part, obtain. So it's not like there's anything that, anything stopping me from getting what I want other than, you know. What about, uh, I don't know. Price. (laughs) A signed photo of you and Stan Lee or something. To be honest, I've never been, I mean, I'm sentimental, but I, I've i never been the kind of person where uh, a picture is the thing that, that would make me feel, uh, yeah, like, I've never felt like a picture is the thing that would make me feel that sentiment the most passionately, I guess, or po- most powerfully, I guess. I'm Like, I, I think I'm more... I'd rather have the opportunity to meet Stanley and shake his hand. And, and to take his picture? Take your picture take with him? Picture, yeah. Okay. Like, that memory is yeah. worth more to me than the actual picture itself. So you, you wouldn't want Christopher Claremont's typewriter that he used to type the script for God Loves Man Kills or anything like that? I would want it so that I could, like, kick it down some stairs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's something that you could want. <laughs> uh... Out of sheer spite, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Yeah. Anything else on your end that you can think of? I think for me, it would just have to be a piece of original art from an artist I really respected. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. Um, a lot of older art from the '60s and '70s. You know, who knows what happened to it? Like it, stuff like that might not even be easily available. Because uh, back then, I don't think artists always kept their original art. Uh, like Marvel or DC would would have stockpiles of it, and when it ended up taking too much space, who knows what they did with it, right? Like yeah. they, I've heard stories of them destroying it just Ugh. so they can clear out space. And Ouch. yes, and so this is history. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what what happened to it? That stuff could be pretty rare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think something like a Jack Kirby Fantastic Four page would be pretty amazing and special to own. Other otherwise, I'd probably just look for uh, original art from some other comics that I like. Uh, besides that, um, that's the only thing I can really think of because I don't. Yeah. Even if you gave me Christopher Claremont's typewriter, just typewriter I don't know what I would do with that. You yeah. know, I mean, I I guess I could give it to you and watch you kick it down the stairs and I'd get some entertainment from that yeah. but there's only so many times we could do that that's true yeah <laughs> um yeah although yeah I, I'm not I'm not typically the type of person who puts things I'm not that kind of collector right where yeah. you put things behind glass and you just kind of marvel at it yeah it, it doesn't do anything for me like even even those uh, busts or statues that they make, they're cool to look at at the moment, and I've been tempted to buy them before, but then I always come to my senses, and I'm like, what am I going to do with this, <laughs> you know? Well, hey, if you found them in a quarter bin, you'd buy them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have always wanted uh, one of those pretty ornate bookends, the, the, the book, you know. Oh, for, yeah. Uh, those would be cool. Those would be cool, but they also serve a practical... Uh, application so like you know yeah so it's not entirely aesthetics at that point yeah exactly you're not like todd mcfarlane spending millions of dollars on baseballs or something yeah huh that's hard to imagine todd mcfarlane gushing over something that he didn't create yeah that's true <laughs> huh <laughs> burn burn mcfarlane <laughs> that was a good one man thank you, thank you. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> I got lost in the moment. Todd McFarlane. <laughs> T to the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't want to own an original sheet of art from Todd McFarlane? No. <laughs> no, I can't say that I do. Uh... Like the f- first appearance of Venom or something like that? No. Spawn number one? Uh, No. <laughs> Uh, what else did he do that was notable? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, the conclusion I've come to is that neither of us is really a big collector of things that we can't really consume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, makes me think of this advertisement I saw in an old comic back in the early 90s, right? When, when the whole uh, speculator's market was booming. Yeah. And 
people were churning out, uh, you know, the foil covers and the gimmick covers and new number ones and just trying to get people to buy a whole bunch of copies of it because it would be worth something or yeah. so they would say to people, to, yeah. to collectors. And I remember when Vertigo first came out from DC, uh, the Vertigo imprint, there was an advertisement that said, uh, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was an encouragement to check out Vertigo Comics and buy their stuff, not because it was necessarily monetarily uh, going to be valuable, but they said, uh, collect experiences, speculate on ideas. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much sums up us, right? Yeah. Yeah, we I collect so. experiences and we speculate on ideas. Yeah, I, I, that's couldn't be put better. Honestly, like, if you told me, oh man, uh, check out Cygor number one. I guarantee it's gonna be worth some money. Cygor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Damage number one. He's a new superhero. This is number one. This is a jumping on point. This is your chance to cash in. Wait, was Saigor a real character? Yeah, man. He was from Spawn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, I don't remember Saigor at all. Yeah. But... I remember Overt Kill. Yeah, it was not Overkill. It was Overt Kill. Yeah. As opposed to Covert Killing. <laughs> he was Overtly yeah. Killing People. That was pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, yeah. I, like... I, I, I guess we truly are byproducts of the post-90s comics uh, environment in the sense that we saw all those... We saw what happened, right? Mm -hmm. We saw that there was all this hype around uh, selling number ones, uh, all this buzz to like get people to keep collecting all these issues, and like we saw past... I, I, I guess we were privy to what happened in the fallout of those of that experience yeah right? we saw how damaged the, the the comics market became and how damaged comics became as a result and we ended up kind of getting not necessarily well i i was still following comics but you were getting back into comics as they were still kind of digging out of that morass yeah so, yeah so you know to see now that the comics uh, market or the comics um, industry industry is kind of going back to those tactics. It doesn't really do anything for me and you. Yeah. You know, if anything, we're more savvy for not falling for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are savvy for listening to us. Yeah. Savvy sailors. <laughs> <laughs>